Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to My EdTech Life. I am your host, Fonz Mendoza. You can find me on Twitter at TechTeacher1381. And today we have a great show. We've got our guests that are busy getting ready, getting prepped, getting handsome for you guys as that we've got Ben Moore and we've got Darren White. The Short and Sweet crew is here. But today I just wanted to kind of share a couple of things with you guys, some new things here with my EdTech Life. Now we will be streaming on Periscope. We've got Facebook. We've got uh, Twitter, excuse me, uh, YouTube, of course. We're working on LinkedIn as well. So we will be showing up in more places. So you can go ahead and check out our shows. So I'm very excited that you've been uh, sharing this week with us here. We've got We've had some amazing guests um, that have been just sharing so many great things, so many great platforms. And if you ever have a chance, guys, please go ahead and uh, give us a like, subscribe to our channel. That way you can go ahead and see past interviews. You can go ahead and get uh, reminders for interviews that are coming up. And we do have some great guests lined up for next week as well. And right now it is my vacation time. So you've been seeing a lot more shows. But just want to let you know that as of July 12th, we'll kind of go back to our regular uh, Saturday scheduled programming. But it's been great to be able to have some great guests. And if you're ever interested on being a guest and sharing some of the great things that you're doing, uh, whether it's tech related or non tech related, go ahead and shoot me a message on Twitter and I'll be more than happy to uh, arrange something. You know, I'm a big fan of just sharing is caring. And my goal is to simply connect educators with other educators that are like-minded and are working on some great projects. And it's just a big connected 24 seven ed tech camp, whatever you'd like to call it. So I'm excited that you're joining us here today, guys. And also if you get a chance and if you like our content, anything that, you know, you can go ahead and just simply support our show by buying us a cup of coffee, guys. So if you like what you see, go ahead and just buy us a cup of coffee. That way we can go ahead and keep the show going. We can get some great merch. We've got some stickers here that you will be able to win. Uh, so please stick around because we will be giving you a link and then we'll be mailing these out and you will get this sticker pack. So you've got our circular sticker here. You've got our holographic sticker and our regular die cut sticker. All thank you to Sticker Mule. All right. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. And without further ado, let's go ahead and meet the short and sweet crew. Let's go ahead and bring them in. Yeah. All right, guys. Good morning. Welcome. Oh, How's everybody good. doing today? Not bad, you? Excellent. Now, it is morning here in Texas. I know over there in Essex, it's already 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So thank you guys for making some time this afternoon out of your busy schedule to go ahead and be here on this show. We've got some viewers here that are definitely excited and have heard who you are, what you're doing. And I know that today you definitely have some great things for them as well that you'd like to share. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, ben, let, we'll start with you. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and that, that way our audience can get to know you a little bit better. Brilliant, thanks Franz. Uh, so hello everyone, uh, I'm Ben Moore. I'm a associate teacher, lettings and health and safety coordinator for two secondary academies here in Essex in the UK. Uh, I'm also uh, a well, the youngest school certified trainer in the world right now. So uh, that's uh, an achievement that I celebrate quite a lot. Um, 
so yeah i'm a google certified trainer i work in the same school as darren actually um so you'll, you'll hear a little bit from him in in a minute um but we are the short and sweet duo um i'm short apparently and he's sweet because i'm short and he's and so it sort of works like that um but you'll see uh, some of our episodes uh on on youtube every thursday night and we've got one tonight as well uh, on flipgrid 8 p.m british summertime so gmt plus one and um, so make sure you check that out as well. Excellent. Thank you, Ben, for introducing yourself. And then, of course, we've got me, Amigo, Darren White. And Darren, go ahead and tell our audience a little bit about yourself. And I know that they've seen you everywhere, especially Sunday Funday videos and all the amazing videos and content that you put out. But for those of us or those uh, audience members that are joining us today that may not know the awesome sauce that you bring each and every time or every day, Go ahead and introduce yourself. Thanks, Fonz. Uh, yeah, my name's Darren. I'm a ed education technologies lead uh, at the same two academies as Ben. Uh, I've been a teacher for, uh, well, 21 years this year. Uh, I know I don't look old enough. get to say all the time. Um, and um, basically, I'm a language teacher, so Spanish uh, with, with some French as well. I used to teach a bit of German. Kind of fell into the technology side of things through working with uh, a guy you might recognize called Dean Stokes, because uh, we used to work together um, at one of the schools, and uh, kind of decided to do my level one and my level two about three years ago, and uh, then decided to go for trainer, and have never looked back. It's been a fantastic experience, and great to work alongside people like Ben, and Fonz, of course, um, and, uh, and be able to help as many people around the world make their lives a lot easier and help the students develop the skills that they need for the future. Excellent. Thank you, Ben. And you definitely, definitely don't look, you know, like you've been teaching for 21 years. So it must be that Essex climate that really keeps you yeah. young. I mean, look at Ben, like Ben's got that baby fresh face. He just shaved. And I mean, Ben doesn't even look a day over 18 and he's 20 guys. So, I mean, definitely, yeah. I, I, I think I need to go to Essex and maybe kind of just rejuvenate myself. Um, Darren <laughs> taught me at school as well. That's what's uh, even more funny. We're now working together, but he taught me at school. So uh, it's, it's quite cool. Oh, we've got some accent love here from Tammy. Thank you for joining us, Tammy. I know you were here at our show yesterday. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. But yeah, we're definitely going to have some laughs. We're going to have a great time. But we're also going to talk tech. And these two fine gentlemen, like they said, they are the, they are from the Short and Sweet Show. You may have seen them on YouTube. You can check them out on YouTube. And um, Darren, or maybe one of you guys, if you can pop in that link, I can go ahead and share it. But yeah, definitely yeah. follow them on Twitter. You've got their Twitter names or their Twitter, hand uh, Twitter handles there. Go ahead and check them out, guys, because they have some great content, some real nice and slow lessons. They've got some short and sweets that, you know, deal with the different platforms that can definitely help you grab some tools, put them in that teacher tool belt, or do a little bit of mixing and matching, see what works for you, and then that way you can be equipped or this time of distance learning, or even when we head back to the classroom. So thank you guys for being here. And I'm just, like I said, really excited to have had the opportunity to meet both of you through Global GG. So I want to give a big shout out to Global GG, all the wonderful leaders. If you can, please also follow them on Twitter at Global GG. You, will, you won't regret it. 
There is always, always some kind of training. They just finished level one boot camps. And right now we're seeing all the people that have been successfully passing their level one exams. And now they're working on level two exams. And you might see Ben uh, and Darren on those. I know they were part of level one, part of level two also as well. And so they definitely add so much uh, just spice to it and make it fun and make it educational. And of course, the end goal is to prep educators because in the end, the students are the ones that are gonna benefit from it all as well. So thank you guys for being here. So let's go ahead and just talk about just a little bit, Chad, you know, before we get into some of the tech tools, guys, you know, how has uh, this time of remote distance learning, you know, uh, quarantine, um, you know, what effects has it had on you guys? You know, what have been some of the struggles? You know, uh, you know, just because, you know, it's something important to talk about. You know, it hasn't been very easy for a lot of us, but just want to make sure that people know that, you know, they're not the only ones that if they're having a rough time, but what have been some of the struggles, but what have been some of the positive points? What have been some of the highlights? And we'll go ahead and start with you this time, Darren, since we started with Ben last time. So Darren, go ahead and uh, maybe just tell our audience a little bit of what you've been working on and how this quarantine has uh, you know, affected you, whether in a positive and negative way. Yeah, sure. Um, it's, it's been quite strange, actually, because um, towards the end of 2019, I was off work anyway. I, I had some health issues myself, and my wife was um, waiting for an operation, um, and then came back to school in January. I came back to work, and then my wife had her operation, and she had that. Uh, eventually three days before lockdown kicked in. So I've really kind of been out of the everyday school life since around about the end of November. Um, so I was kind of, I was already kind of remote learning a little bit and remote teaching and remote working because I, I was doing a lot of stuff from home. Um, so I was kind of semi-prepared for it. Um, and then obviously lockdown came and um, aside from the odd day here and there, because our schools have worked a, a really, really good rotor system, I've pretty much been working and teaching from home. So I've been um, teaching lessons um, from our, our spare room, basically, not the pub, because that's just behind me, um, but from our spare room. So I've, I've set myself up in here with sort of three or four screens and got myself in a comfy chair and, and some lights and a green screen and all these kind of things and uh, just throw myself into it really and as you know um it's been a bit of a kind of a, an edtech badge off going on <laughs> between these people who like badges i don't understand it but yeah so i've done a huge amount of pd during the course of of this time both for myself but then also delivering to other people so ben and i are both part of our academies enterprise trust innovator team so we're basically a, a team of um, ed tech enthusiasts who um, who uh, we, we froze there for a minute. Um, yeah, we're a, a group of ed tech enthusiasts who basically lead training for the rest of the trust, so for the staff. So we've been running sort of training on how to deliver uh, live lessons and streamed lessons and distance learning for sort of um, you know all of the staff across the trust. And that kind of what led us into the short and sweet show and working with global GEG um, and, and GEG UK as well. So uh, I've been in the element. I've loved it. It's been that's, great. That's awesome. That's really great to, to hear, but you know, some point, of the. 
the negative, and you'll appreciate this, is I've rediscovered biscuits. <laughs> okay, now for those of you here, for those of you here in the U.S., biscuits are not what you think in the U.K. Here we see biscuits and we think biscuits and gravy, or we think Pillsbury Doughboy. But biscuits are actually cookies, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, the digestives. So it's very different. Uh, so just wanted to let you know uh, because we always want to make sure that we're proper here. So it's a proper. It's called. It's a biscuit. And the other one that we normally eat with biscuits and gravy, that's a, more of a scone, okay? So I think I, I think I got that right. I'm not yeah. sure. Correct me, gentlemen. Scone. I always want to make sure that I'm proper. Scone. Yeah, scone. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> but yeah, Darren, Darren definitely loves them biscuits. And just because uh, I just learned about that. And, um, you know, I want to thank Kat, um, who sent me a dairy milk bar. And uh, dairy milk, I, you know, maybe it's just because that's the only bar that I've ever tried from the UK. But it definitely just, it was the most amazing, amazing milk chocolate bar that I've had. But I now have known, uh, I've learned more that there is more varieties there. And mm -hmm. thanks to these two gentlemen here who are all like, these guys are, are really short, sweet, and into sweets. So these guys definitely know all their, their good British treats. So thank you guys for sharing. So Ben, how about yourself, Ben? I know, yeah, like you said, uh, or like Darren was mentioning, both of you work in the same uh, trust and, you know, you are, you know, in charge of delivering uh, training to your teachers and so on. Uh, I know that for you, it's, you know, this time uh, has been a little bit different, maybe, you know, some upsides, some downsides and things of that sort. If you don't mind, Ben, just share a little bit with our audience, you know, who maybe, you know, have had some issues or maybe just some tough times, but have also had some great times during this uh, quarantine period. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, so for me, I, I, similar to Darren, I'm, you know, I'm in my element here. I, I love all the ed tech stuff and I love um, helping other people. I'm really passionate about helping others. But Myself, I've had a few issues um, during this time. Um, I was actually really ill um, back in, well, starting in January of this year. Um, ended up on the, the 1st of March actually being diagnosed with double pneumonia, um, which is about three weeks before the UK went into lockdown. Um, so I, I went into lockdown on the 1st of March, three weeks before everyone else. And, um, you know, I work a really busy schedule normally um, between my three uh job roles work about sort of 65 70 hours a week and to go down to nothing i found really difficult and um, so that's where the ed tech stuff really came into play for me actually and i i started going off uh you know before before march i wasn't i was no i didn't have any certification with google i had no badges for my email or anything like that um but in that time i've, I've done my level one level two and trainer certification i've just submitted my via 20 application so for my innovator um and lots of other different uh, courses i've done as well with edpuzzle we video flipgrid all those sort of cool platforms that um i'm sure you would have heard about before and we'll take uh, you know take a look at some of those later on but um, for me, yeah, I've really been in my element actually delivering these training to, to teachers um, across across the trust because our trust is made up of 58 schools actually. So, you know, I'm really passionate about the, you know, the helping of those teachers to deliver good quality stuff to their students. It's all about the end result of the student getting uh, a better deal of the education system. And that's what I'm really passionate about. So 
despite having those health issues and health problems um, over the last three months, uh, you know, I do have down days, do have days that are worse than others. But the main thing is trying to, you know, trying to keep positive, trying to keep doing things that make you happy, do things you want to do and things that you, um, you know, the stuff that you just like doing. Don't do things for, for the sake of doing them. If, you know, like with all this EdTech badge stuff, don't do it because it's a badge. Do it because you want to do it and you want to make an impact on your students and teachers. That's the sort of thing I've been been really looking at. And and that's what drove us into, as, as Darren said, the global GEG, um, GEG UK and the short and sweet stuff. It's all about trying to have an impact on the students, the end user of these uh, of all these trainings. Excellent. Yeah, and that's the same reason here, you know, having the show is just a platform to, you know, be able to bring fine educators such as yourself, practitioners, and just to give, you know, all our educator community just some great advice, you know, like we saw Tammy here saying that, you know, she's enjoyed this downtime and that it has helped a lot of educators and many throughout the world. It has helped them really just better their practice and learning those digital literacy skills and uh, digital skills that they can uh, easily transfer throughout their curriculum and to their students. And then, of course, you've got wonderful folks such as yourself and the Global GEG and all its leaders and putting on uh, these boot camps and, you know, having some shows and, um, you know, uploading videos like I do, tutorials and things of that sort. So we're all in here just to share and, you know, what we find has been useful to us. And again, just to share it with you, just to give you all of that information. And like Ben said, don't feel that you have to do everything all at once. You know, take your time mm -hmm. and really understand your practice, you know, understand what's going to work for you and especially what's going to work for your district. Because sometimes a lot of these platforms that we may share with you, the district may not approve of them, or maybe there won't be any funding. And then, you know, you kind of feel let down, but you know, it's just one of those things. You gotta, gotta know where, where you're working, what's allowed, and then just kind of go from there and, and use what you can to bring your practice up. And of course, to put it into the students' hands. So thank you, Darren and Ben for sharing some of those uh, stories of yourselves and, you know, going through this time of quarantine, you know, for a lot of us, uh, you know, like myself being out from March 16th on and been training pretty much nonstop or uh, creating videos, uh, created uh, the level one modules for our district, working on some level two stuff. And so I'm really excited about that, you know. So again, thank you guys for sharing. And so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about maybe some of the highlights, some of those little gems that during this time of quarantine that you have found have been very useful for either the short and sweet shows, for to create resources for your teachers, things of that sort. So let's uh, go ahead and we'll start with Ben first. Ben, what's what's one of the uh, little gems that you want to share with us today as far as platforms are concerned? So, sorry, so is it a platform that I really like using um, or or in terms of something I've shared with staff? Oh, no, I mean, just I guess yeah, you, we were talking about earlier that you wanted to share maybe some Wii video. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's right. perfect. Yeah. So um, we, if you know, for any of you that don't know uh, or have never heard of WeVideo, WeVideo is uh, is one of my favourite EdTech tools actually. Um, and uh, to to put it in a nutshell, all devices. So 
before if you you know if you're doing any movie editing you'd need to have uh if you're using windows it'd be windows movie maker or if you're using uh, a mac you'd be using uh things like imovie or final cut or premiere pro um but if you're on a chromebook you had no real option before now and we video is the bridge between uh between the two platforms and giving you access to edit on any device as long as you have an internet connection so this is an online uh, movie editor which is something you know i think it's a game changer it's been so positive and powerful for, for teachers in in our schools here and here in essex um me and darren use it a lot um you know we did a we actually did a two-part series on short and sweet about uh we video itself and all the different cool stuff you can do with it but you know i use it for my youtube videos um i use them for our school assembly videos um, I use it for things like, you know, not just videos itself. I use it for the, the GIFs. I make some uh, really cool GIFs on the GIF creator on, on here. You've now got the option to do podcasts. You know, WeVideo is constantly evolving, and there's so many cool things you can do with it. So I'll just uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this creator community in just a second. But um, I'm just going to just open this tab here, and uh, I'll need to reload it because I've been timed out, um, which is typical. Um, but you can just see here, this, this is my movie editor, um, and at the moment I'm just, just in the process of creating my, my school assembly for this week. So you can see I've got lots of different clips highlighted um, on here. Um, but what I really like about this is you have the option to input your own media. Um, so I can input all, all stuff from my computer or my Google Drive. Um, or I've got options to go from uh, Box here and Dropbox and OneDrive. So you've really got a variety of places to import your your media from. And I think that's really nice as well. That it ties into all these different platforms that we use every day already. So there's no having to download it from one place, then upload it into here. It's all integrated for you, which is really smooth. And I really like that. Um, but not only that, it's, that's not the only cool thing you can do here. You've got the option to record um, inside here. So for any of you that use Screencastify or Loom or Google Meet recordings, um, you know, you can import those directly in here. Absolutely no problem. Or you can now, we, we've now got the option, sorry, to record your webcam in here, your screen or your screen and webcam. So you can do it directly from WeVideo rather than importing a source from elsewhere. So again, just making things a little bit quicker for you saving you that time of importing things. It does it directly from WeVideo here. And you also have the option to narrate over any pieces. So if I wanted to add a bit of, uh, you know, maybe if I've got a video, I didn't like the way um, I, I, you know, I sounded in there, but I thought the text was really, you know, the, well, the view was really good. Um, I could talk over it. Or if you've got a YouTube video you're putting in, but you don't like the way someone says something, you can talk over it. It's absolutely fine. You can record that directly into your WeVideo as well. And, you know, you've got loads of cool effects, loads of, loads of stuff you can use. It's all built in for you. So I'm, I'm on the education account at the moment um, from, from my school, my district. Um, and there's loads of cool effects in here. So we've got, um, you know, in the stock media section over here, we can search for things. We've got uh, a few come up here for science. I think that's just a preset. But I can type in um, anything on here. I could just I'll type computers as an example. Um, I hope something's going to come up now because it'd look a bit silly if it didn't. Um, so you can see I've got uh, some computer results on here. I need to just drag and drop. You can drag them straight into your project, which is really nice. So you don't have to 
have all of your own content. There's some really cool stuff available for you to use. And you've got that search bar to search for the things you want to see. So, um, you know, some, some really nice integration there. And, and you know, without going into explain every feature this program does, um, I think this is a real nice alternative to to using, you know, iMovie and, and Windows Movie Maker. I, I, I'm Well, I have been using Final Cut for the last three years, which is uh, Apple's sort of expensive product for uh, movie editing. And I found coming over to WeVideo a breeze. I really like the way it works. I really like the way it makes things simple for our teachers to use. And, and before, we'd have to edit all the videos, you know, myself and Darren would edit all the videos for the school. Um, in terms of uh, kids' videos or staff videos. And now every staff member, because they have a Chromebook, can get onto uh, Wii Video here and use this platform. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really cool. So this is There's so much more stuff you can do with it. You can, you know, you can export um, different qualities. Uh, you can save directly to your Google Drive. Uh, you can, you know, there's... If I just go to another project and show you, because uh, I haven't finished this one yet, so I don't want to finish that. Um, but if I just go to uh, this GIF here, so I've done a GIF with all my, my badges on that I've earned during lockdown. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had to make them all small because they didn't fit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a problem to have, you poor guy. <laughs> so... You'll see I've got some options here to save in different resolutions and different places. So I can save directly to my Google Drive. And this saves, uh, it creates a folder in your drive which all of your Wii Video exports go to. So it's, you know, it's, it's so powerful. It links with all of your existing platforms you're using on a day-to-day -day life. And, and and not only that, you do have PD options here. Um, so, you know, I, I will big up um, Wii Video here. And all three of us have done these PD programs with, with gone through the bronze the silver gold and ambassador programs for Wii video and that you can find all of those in your creative community which is the page i had up to start with and there's loads of cool resources in here from educators all over the world who are talking about things there's lots of different topics and forums you can go through and find your answers and you know the, the support network that you have from being part of Wii video is is something else it really is really powerful i think if i ever need to find something out there's always somebody you know on here that will answer that question so that's probably my my sort of edtech gem i suppose uh, out of lockdown this is you know the thing i use the most uh, and, and a lot of other teachers are in in our school are doing the same thing now and and you can give it you can give uh, seats to students and they can create uh, content as well under use it's almost like a google classroom in a way but on Wii video and um, students can create content and you can work together and collaboratively on there as well. So it's really powerful. And if you haven't used it already, you should definitely check it out. It's really cool. All right. A question from Tammy. Do you have to buy a green screen or is it part of the program? So you, you don't have to necessarily buy uh, a green screen if you don't want to. Um, as long as you're against a, you know, a plain background, you should be able to pick out the color on it. I mean, for me here, as you can see behind me, I haven't got a green screen. Um, I've just got uh, actually my TV is on my bed to try and block out, uh, give me a bit of colour. I've moved my computer the last two days, so it's actually, it doesn't work anymore, but we'll, we'll skip past that. Um, <laughs> but 
you know, as long as you're against a black, uh, no, so not black, uh, a, a neutral background of a flat background, um, yeah. you should be able to, to pick out the color. As you can see, Darren's got, uh, he's got a green screen. It's not actually a green screen. It's a, it's a tablecloth, um, which he's pulled to the wall. So, I'm sorry, mate. I, I forgot. I, we mentioned that before, and I've let you down. Sorry. <laughs> but it, you know, is you can pick out the colour on here. I'm just going to see if I can quickly get it up for you. Um, just where where you do that. Um, so this isn't a great example because this is me. Of this isn't on a, on a plain background. But you can go uh, over to your. Um, click on your clip sorry and you have this people icon in a box at the top and you can actually just pick out the color so you just pick on your dropper select the color of your background and remove that from it so you don't necessarily have to have a green screen as long as you've got a neutral uh, sort of a flat background of mainly one color it should take out the background for you Perfect. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Now, one thing that I love about WeVideo, though, is like you shared with the stock library, everything there, you don't have to worry about copyright. Now, oftentimes, students, yeah, students will get videos, they want to pop in whatever they want. And normally, they just do a Google search, and they just either drag and drop or find whatever. But you've got over a million assets there that you have that are completely copyright, uh, you know, legal. And you won't get into any trouble at all whatsoever. So that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's definitely something worth noting as well. That's something that we often forget as trainers as well is to say to people these are free. You know, you can use all of these without worrying about getting in trouble. And I think that's really important to to note as well that you know these are all completely free. You don't need to have any concerns about using them in any of your videos. So that's another really neat feature that we video has given us. Perfect. Awesome, Ben. That's great. Like, and again, WeVideo is great. I mean, the definitely visit the community. The community is wonderful. And the way that I got introduced to WeVideo is because of Darren White. And I just started following Darren on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, you know, I just started kind of following him and then seeing, hey, what is this? And what is this? And then so I kind of started looking around, asking questions. And then that's the way that I found out about WeVideo. And then I was thinking to myself, where has this been my whole life? And it's just mm -hmm. been a terrific platform because it has definitely allowed me to create some great videos for resources and for our teachers. But this is great for in the classroom practice. I mean, if you allow your students to create, I mean, if they're creating uh, maybe a, a lab, a science lab, they can record themselves. They can go ahead and pop the video, whether they record themselves on a mobile device pop the video into Google Drive, they can pop the video here into WeVideo, and they can go ahead and make some edits, they can go ahead and submit a learning artifact. And it's something that is great and wonderful. And then the students will take a little bit more ownership because they're producing something. And yeah. so it's just great that they're just not you don't want your students just to be consumers of the knowledge, but you want them to also be creators. And it allows, yeah. it allows for you as a teacher to be able to think see their thought process and see the way that they think and of course it gives them that creativity so that's something that is great so that's what i love it gives it gives all students their own voice isn't it their own way to express mm -hmm. how they're feeling and, and what's going on up here they can put it into something creative because not every student is great at writing words down and, and making it sound exactly as it sounds in their head but for those students that 
you know, a really creative wee video is the perfect opportunity for them to do that, to empower exactly. them, to give them that voice back. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I, I was talking to Bruce Reicher, who joined us on uh, Tuesday on the show. We're talking about some video creation or just any kind of creation, whether it's with Wii Video or, you know, Google Slides or anything. But I let him know about a young lady, you know, in my classroom, fifth grade, teaching science, social studies, never spoke a word. You know, she was an English language learner, very shy. But when I would put a Chromebook in front of her to create a presentation just to see, you know, their reflection, she spoke loudly through mm -hmm. those Google Slides and what she was creating. And I knew right there that although she may be shy and not want to stand in front of class to present or speak, but I knew through that content that she created that she understood the content that I was teaching. So that was something that's wonderful. And so Ben, like you said, it's just being able to see what is in the student's mind and being able to see it in this form uh, of media creation, whether it's slides, whether it's videos, or whether it's something that is even non-tech. You know, but just being able to see that learning take place is something that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, Ben. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you uh, sharing we video with us. And Darren, we'll move on to you, Darren. Now, Darren, that is definitely a green screen. That doesn't look like a tablecloth to me at all whatsoever, mate. You must have spent like what, maybe like a, I don't know how many pounds. Uh, uh, well, I'll say it in dollars, maybe like $90, which is what. This, this was 114 pence. <laughs> right, that's a lot of money. You can't even buy a dairy milk for that. Oh, you know what? It it cost. I think Kat told me that it cost her more to ship the dairy milk than to yeah. buy a dairy milk bar. It's worth it. It, worth it. it, it was worth it. It was worth it. Thank you, Kat. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I've just I've gone to standing up because I'm quite tall, and if I sit down too long, it hurts. So that's why I kind of. Oh, I going to say it's getting ready. You stood up. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was literally a pound. And do you mind if I just add on to what Ben said? Oh, of course. Go the, ahead. One of the things I really love about Wii Video is obviously they've got the stock um, green screen footage in there. And you can also get yourself a green screen like this one. But one of the things I really love doing, if we can put my screen on, phones, that'd be great. Um, I've just shared um, my, Wii, uh, my Wii Video account here from school, from school. And one of the things that I absolutely love doing was just creating things for myself. So what you'll notice here is I've got things like a Jamboard green screen because there's no way I can afford a Jamboard and there's no way the school's going to pay out 6000 or whatever it is for a Jamboard. So I created my own. I just got a picture of a Jamboard and I green screened the screen. And I've done exactly the same with a jail cell. Um, and I've done exactly the same. I just click on this one, for example. There's my Jamboard. There uh, we go. And all I did is I took it into, I took the picture of the Jamboard into Google Drawings. I used the polyline tool to draw around the edge to create a shape. And then I used uh, my eyedropper extension just to fill in with the chroma key color. Um, and now I just use that as a display. But then I played around with some other things. So I've also got my own sort of outdoor cinema. Um, so when, when we're using assemblies and things like that, we can appear on a big screen. Obviously, these people aren't social distancing, but I'm not taking responsibility for them. Um, and, you know, you can literally do anything. Uh, and one of my favourites is a bit of morning TV before I go to work. So this is the Good Morning Britain studio. And I just green screened out the back there. And I quite like using that as well. So literally just go get your picture with 
whatever you want to project onto or pretend you're projecting onto, use the Google Polyline tool to create your, your, your lines and then fill it in with green, take it into WeVideo and then use that tool, that eyedropper tool that Ben showed us to take that color away. And whatever you've got underneath it will show like it's on screen. Um, it's really good fun to play with. Really that is. is awesome. So see, guys, this is short and sweet. This is what they are all about. And so this is great that they're sharing these wonderful tools and resources with you. And I know that they do have an episode up on Wii Video on their uh, YouTube channel. So go ahead and check them out at Short and Sweet. So that'll be wonderful. It's two of them. It's so good. We had to do a double episode. Ah, there you go. I, I think there was a pretty decent episode there of Ed Puzzle, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. That was Some, yeah, a really good one actually. <laughs> yeah. As well, I remember it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, excellent. Well, thank you so much. Now uh, we've got Darren. Darren's going to go ahead and share one of his tools. And now Darren is definitely or has done some great magic with or with his creations and. What he's about to show you has just been something that is great. And for a while there, he was like publishing like a book every other day, you know, and, you know, I'm still I'm sure he's still working on some books. But I mean, look at his collection here. All right. So we're going to be talking about Book Creator. So go ahead, Darren, let us know a little bit more about Book Creator and the amazing things that you can do there. Yeah, absolutely. I think Book Creator was something I became aware of probably around about 18 months ago, but re haven't really had the chance to play around with it and the time to, to investigate what I could do with it. Um, so kind of lockdown gave me the opportunity to start playing. Um, and I decided to put together a, a book all about top tips for G Suite tools during distance learning. And really, I wanted to do that to kind of really help, help, help out my colleagues and help out people as well online um, free of charge. Uh, so this is my, my first ebook, and it's literally just um, a whole list of contents, everything really through G Suite with a few extensions and third parties like Wii Video um, and Whiteboard FI and things like that. And I just put this together really um, just to save me having to keep answering questions and to be able to say to people, look, if watching videos isn't for you and, and reading long um, articles in things like the Google Help Center doesn't work for you, then maybe this is a little bit of a mixture of media because it's wording and it's visual as well at the same time might be more approachable. So this was my first one. It was literally just a page on everything that I thought was important and some top tips from that point of view. Lots of screenshots, some embedded links and things like that. People to follow on Twitter. Um, obviously, Bonds is in there. There you go. Um, should have been higher up, really, shouldn't you, um, <laughs> and, um, and then also putting there the option to, like, buy me a coffee if you liked it. I didn't really know what was going to happen, okay? And I got loads of really good feedback on it, and people were like, oh, this is amazing. I was like, is it really? Uh, and like Ben was saying earlier, the old imposter syndrome kind of kicks in. Um, so then I thought, well, I should probably do a follow-up. So I, I did this one, extra sweet. You can see where we're going with the kind of the puns, can't you? Okay. Yeah. Sweet. We have extra sweet. Then we got short and sweet as as a as the series. You know. Um, so this one was all to do with add-ons and extensions and third parties. But then as we started getting more and more into distance learning, um, a lot of people were asking about how you keep people engaged online. So I kind of came up with EduVision, and and this was a guide on different things you can do to make your online learning more engaging. Um, so uh, I, this is my my favourites. 
making your online teaching engaging because there's no point vlogging a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very I'm true. Proud of that. You can clap your hands in the chat if you know. You know yeah, okay. it's that that British humour. I love it. Absolutely priceless. Yeah, you can't give it away. Um, but then what I did, I decided to show people like what my setup was like and what I was worried about. Obviously, as someone who's keen and used to edtech, uh, I still had things I had to consider and all that kind of stuff, and also things not to worry so much about, like getting it wrong, okay? And then I just kind of went through how you might set yourself up, green screens and how to get one for 114 pence, and then various different bits. But then I started embedding videos in, because with Book Creator, you can put videos right in and they're playable from within the, the book. Uh, and you can also add audio and things like that. You can bring in Bitmojis and, and all sorts of various bits and pieces. So it becomes a very usable resource because actually everything's embedded links and you can click on them and use them, watch the videos really easily. Uh, and it's all in one place. So it fits all sorts of different needs. And then I kind of went, well, this is going okay. So I did another one, which was a guide to Wii Video, which is a great product if you've never heard of it. Oh, no, hold on a minute. We've just done that. <laughs> and then I thought, well, I'll do one on Google Classroom because lots of people like that as well. So I've made a complete Google Classroom 101 there from all of the different aspects from start to finish. Um, then I made, ironically, a book creator's guide to book creator because <laughs> that just made sense to me. Yeah. Um, and then also um, off the back of some of the work we've done with Global GED, I decided to like be your own hero and achieve inbox zero. So this is how to get your inbox down to virtually empty. Um, I definitely need a copy of that one for sure. Yeah, so you can have it. So you can go to um, my my library. It's just bit.ly Ranganation. Okay, so you can just type in bit.ly Ranganation, like we've got in the top left-hand corner there. The capitals are important. And you can access any of these free of charge. And all you need to do if you like them, you just bookmark them. Okay? But what you can also do with Book Creator is you can collaborate as well. So at the moment, um, I'm working on something for GEG UK and for WeVideo and for Book Creator with uh, Rachel Coulter. And we're both working on the same book together. So you can um, collaborate with other people or your students can collaborate all together. So what I'm going to do, is, just to show you really quickly, is kind of how you get into it from a blank account, right? So I'm just going to go to um, one of my other accounts that hasn't got a Wii Video account, uh, and I'm just um, hasn't got a Book Creator account, and I'm just going to show you how easy it is to get started. Okay, so I'm just going to Google Book Creator, click on Bringing Creativity to Your Classroom. And you'll see there's a pricing thing here. They've just released a certified author program, so you can um, get your accreditation that way. Okay, you can click on your pricing, and you can see this pricing here, which you know you can have 180 books, or you can have a thousand books, or a whole school district. Okay, but keep going, and you can have one library with 40 books to use in your classroom, absolutely free. That's why I love it. You know, three things are so important. And Fonz, as you were saying earlier, sometimes it's difficult to get um, mm -hmm. schools and districts to, to pay the money for a subscription. But if you can use it for free, 40 books is a lot of books. Hey, I, students collaborating. I always say, if it's free, it's for me. 
Absolutely. So I'm we just start making books. And you can choose whether you're a student or a teacher. So I'm going to pretend I'm a teacher. Okay. And I'm going to click sign in with Google. It's going to take me there. I'm just going to sign in with that account. It asks me what grades I teach. So I'm just going to click those ones. It asks me what subjects. So I'm going to just tick a couple. And it asks me to name it. And I'm going to call this one EdTech Life Demo. And that's the name of my library. Oops. Okay. Start making books. And that's it. I don't want a shortcut. So here's my library. You get help straight away with the little pop-up chat bot. I'm going to get rid of that because I don't need it. But here's your shelf. There's no books on it at the minute. And you might be thinking, blimey, where do I start? So, in behind the grilled sandwich. It's my new favourite word for this. A lot of people <laughs> use hamburger. But I'm actually, I think it's probably because I'm just eating too much. I call it a short stack. Like, I guess, short, what yeah. do you call them over there? Flapjacks? Uh, yeah, pancakes. Pancakes, yeah. Pancakes, oh, yeah. Pancakes. So good. I like the grilled sandwich approach. Okay. <laughs> so in the under the grilled sandwich, you've got resources library. If you click on that, you can sort by grade or you can sort by subject, and you can see loads and loads of examples of ones that have already been created. So you've got a whole library here, as well as weekly webinars you can click into and the certified author program. So for example, here we've got book creator in the high, high school classroom. Maths projects. This was uh, Lance. created by Lance. Absolutely. Okay. Great at creating books. Not a great pilot, from what I understand. Um, <laughs> but ideas for using Book Creator. Let's just open that one. Okay. So this is just for inspiration. You can go in and have a look at what other people have done. So you can just kind of click through, and you can see we've got Lego people in here. We've got photos of student work. We've got an audio file that we can click on and listen to. Okay. Audio feedback. There we go. Audio feedback. Audio feedback. And then we've got lots of other things like speaking postcards in modern languages, class vocabulary books, loads of different ideas, of different things you can do in your classroom, but also things you can do with Book Creator. Because this is something you could create, but equally it's something students could create. So here we've got an embedded video, for example. Okay? If you're exploring authors, you can have a read aloud. You could do pretty much anything you want because the amount of media that you can upload into one of these books is phenomenal. And I just, if it's okay, Fonz, just want to do a quick demo. That's all right? Sure, of course. So I'm going to come out of here um, and I'm going to go back to um, the teacher dashboard and I'm going to create a new book. There we go. The uh, book creator incredibly helpful. The little pop-ups do appear very regularly. So you've got two different styles of books, really. You've got the plain pages and you've got like the comic style pages. My personal tip, go for the comic style because with the comic style, you can easily choose a plain page. Whereas if you go with the plain pages, it's harder to then choose a comic style and you don't get some of the same options that you do with a comic. Okay. So I'm just going to open up a two by three. And here we've got our blank book. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up to the plus button. And I'm just going to click up here and I'm going to choose text and I'm going to choose a title and I'm going to give this a title. I'm going to call this Fonz is Great. Okay. So that's going to be the title of our book. Now you can see that that's not centered, so we can just click on it really easily and move it. 
and we get the red lines like we used to from Google Slides. If I click on the Inspect button up here, I can easily move that around. I can also change the font size just by dragging. I can change the color if I want. I can add a shadow to the back of that. I can change the text color. I can add bold or italics. I can really do whatever I want with that. But then if I wanted to add something else to the front page, I can also click away, go to inspect and change the page itself. So I've got all of these different background options. I quite like that one, so I'm gonna include that in there. But as soon as I put that in, I might think, well, I don't like that color now, it doesn't really work, so let's change it. Okay, and you can add your own custom color as well. So we've added in there a title, but we could really do with a picture. Now your pictures can come from anywhere. But what I really like is we can just come up here to media. Okay, we go to media, we've got the option of importing, taking a photo, okay, drawing a picture, including text or recording. If I go to import, I've got the option to go to Google Images. So I could try, for example, to search for Alfonso and see if he pops up. Okay, there you go. You're a road. There you go. Yeah, I'm a road. Okay. Maybe we put Alfonso Mendoza Jr. I, I can try that. Is that a, it might just be a smaller road. What do you reckon? <laughs> oh, there you are. It's JR. Uh, <laughs> apparently, you're there you go. Hey, I'll there you go. So we're going to put your whole of your uh, star in there. There you okay. go. There we go. Um, I, you've kept that quiet, I tell you. <laughs> I love my wrestling. I had no idea you were involved. There we go. So we can put that in and we can resize it. But because it's an image, we can also hyperlink it. Okay. So we can go to here and we can hyperlink to somewhere else, to another page, whatever we want to do. And we can add accessibility, so we can put alternative text on that. So this could be uh, Fonz's secret Hollywood star. No one's yours apart from us now. Okay, and that becomes part of the read aloud. We've got the option up here to read the book out loud for us. We can choose voice to match our regional accents and things like that. So we might be happy with this as a book. Now, there's our title, we want a page. So we go to up here, we can choose panels. We've got all of these different options for different layouts. So loads of cool things. I'm gonna choose that one, okay? So there's the fold of our page, and it's a little bit off, but I quite like this layout, but I'm not 100% happy with it. I want this one to be just one block. So I can just click here and delete that one if I unlock it, unlock it, delete it, come to this one, unlock it, stretch it. So I can still, although they're preset layouts, lock it again. I can lock that layout, so if students are working on it, the layout's locked and they're less likely to change the layout. Then if I want to include things, I want to include text, I can just come down here and say, oh wow, that's awesome. I want to put that in there, but I might size it up a little bit, okay? Or if I'm not using that particular text, I could just go for a blank sticker like this one, put that in there. I could resize that a little bit, make it a little bit bigger, and then I could put text over the top of it if I wanted to. So I can go for normal text now, and I could say source. Add that in. I can bring that over the top. I can go to the inspect tool. I can make my text bigger. I can choose a different 
font, whichever I like. I can choose a different color so it stands out. I can make it bold or italic and do whatever I like with it really and maybe put a shadow on it as well. And I can go up in increments until I'm happy with it. Awesome source, there we go. And I can use my arrows to be really precise, okay? Then I might decide, well, I want a picture in here. So I'm gonna add from media, actually I'm gonna import uh, a map. So I'm gonna go for Texas, okay? Which apparently is a city in the United States. So there we go. I have a choice of map or satellite picture. So I'm gonna go with satellite and hopefully we're gonna to go to the Bourbon Street Bar and Grill. <laughs> select that. I'm gonna resize it a little bit. This is why I wanted the long uh, kind of version. And then I can play around with this and make the map sit nicely in that section. In here though, I might want something else. So here I might want to add a picture. So I go to import and I'm gonna to go to, uh, I could go to drive or files, but I can, again, I can just go Google images. And this time I would like some tacos. Okay, and I'm gonna choose these. And you can see they come up really big. I'm just gonna shorten it down. I'm gonna drop it in here. And you can see we can have it as visual as we like. We can still add text in. So we can add text in underneath and say, I love tacos. Uh, hopefully spell it in right. Okay. And then I might just drop that in there. But then I might think, actually, I'd like this to be a bilingual book. So I can go to up here. I can go to media. I can go to record. I can allow access to my microphone, start recording. Ay, me encantan los tacos al pastor. Son riquísimos. Okay, I can listen to it, make sure I'm happy, and just click use recording, and it drops in that lovely little audio feature there so that students know to click on that to listen to it. And you can do exactly the same thing if you want to with a video. So you can even, record straight away from the camera. You can take a picture as you're standing there, or you can bring a video in as well if you want to, either from YouTube, okay? So you can come in for your camera this way and you can record a video. So you can say, press record. Hi everyone, welcome to my pub. We don't serve tacos, but we do serve beer, okay? And then you just use that video, drop it in there. Again, you can resize it, whatever you want. It won't let you go off the edge of the page. So you can just size it down, move it around, do whatever you want with it. If you've decided you want to swap it around, you can just drag them really easily and move things about. Super simple. And you can just drag in then, oh, there we go. It doesn't like that because of the page. Doesn't want the video to go over the, uh, the, the mix of the page. Doesn't mind the photo doing it. There you go. You learn something new every day. So you can see how easy it is, but you might not like the background. So we can just click off all of those pictures, go back to that inspect, and we can choose a background color for our page as well. And it just suddenly looks that much more vibrant and engaging and really useful. So you can then add another page and another page. And at any point, if you want to, you can click on read aloud. Go to your settings. You can choose how you look at your, 
your settings and everything else. You can change your voice. So if you wanted to, you could have English, UK, Spanish. You can have lots of different options. So I'm going to go with English. If I click on English, I get the choice. I can have Fred from the United States or maybe even his dog. And uh, there we go. And then I can have, uh, let me just check the speed, actually. We can have the speed changed. I'm going to speed him up. And then we're going to listen to Fred. Sauce. Awesome. I love tacos. Ay, me encantan los tacos al pastor. Son riquísimos. Hi, everyone. Welcome to my pub. Okay, so you're noticing not only reads the text, but it automatically then plays the recording of your voice and then starts the video recording for you as well. So super accessibility, and you can pick up those different regional voices as well. But when you're done with your book and you're happy with it, like I said, if you want to, you can hyperlink at any particular point. So let's just come out of the, the read version. If I wanted to link Vince McMahon, for example, to tacos, I can link him to a page number as well. So if I link him to page three, and just click off that, when we look at the book, when it's published, we'll click on page three. So I'm just going to call this Fonz is Great, give it its name. Okay. I've then got the option when I publish to print it as a PDF, download it as an ebook, collaborate with someone else on it, or publish it online. So if I click, click publish, there's what it's going to be called. I publish my book. It is published. I can then take that link, open it up in an incognito window, pop it in there, and we can all have a look at this book about fonts being great. So now we get the reader's version. I can't click on it and edit. I can have it read to me. If I click there, it's going to open it to page three anyway. But if I didn't do that, I can just go through and I can read and I can... I me encantan los tacos. And click on anything I need to. Hi, everyone. Welcome. And play it as you go through. You can go backwards and forwards and do whatever you like with it. And you can have up to 40 books. And that's not once you've hit 40, you can't have any more. You can just only have 40 at a particular time. So if you wanted more, you'd have to get rid of some unless you upgraded for the paid package. But a really, really great resource, I think. I'm just going to mm. unpublish that. Um, from the point of view of, uh, I'll come back and do that in a minute. But really, really simple and super like engaging for students and for staff as well. Awesome. <clears throat> That's great. Like this is uh, one of the great tools that I first saw Darren use. And then of course, you know, following in the footsteps, you always look up to those people that are doing some great things. And then of course, Darren with uh, his extensive book collection that he's done, he actually inspired me to do the same thing. And so I created a book here also as well for, and this is specifically for our district on their certified level one. So again, if we go through here, you know, just copying a little bit of what Darren did and just kind of made it my own, see what works for me, what works for our district and just kept it kind of short and sweet <laughs> and to hey. the point. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. So again, you know, thanks again to Darren for uh, sharing this wonderful resource. And again, it does pay dividends. And again, guys, it, it, one thing that I say about some of these tools that although it may seem a little overwhelming, like it may have too many parts to it, I, I always tell teachers, give it a try, give it a go, 
because the return on investment will definitely be great in that most of these uh, creations that you will be making will be something that could be used the following year. If you're teaching the same subject this year, teaching it next year, at least you already have a nice, beautiful template that you can update as needed. And there will only be few moving parts that you might need to update just to keep everything, the content fresh, but you don't have to go and create a whole new book all starting from scratch again, unless you really want to and do those things. But again, like, uh, you know, Darren will go ahead and uh, uh, share the same thing that all of his books, he can go back at any time and add some more pages, update some new things. And especially as the tech keeps updating and upgrading, you'll probably have to just go in there, tweak a couple of things, but everything else will stay the same. And it just makes it nice and easy to work with. So that's awesome, Darren. Thank you so much for sharing that wonderful tool. And now it is my turn just to share. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go ahead and share real quick on Kami. Kami is a wonderful tool, wonderful annotation tool that can be used not only for by your students, but by yourself as an educator. And this is a great way to make really any, any paper, any PDF, any document. You can go ahead and make this into uh, something that is workable. And so again, you've got all of these wonderful tools here. And so what I love about this is the accessibility features that it has, such as the dictionary. So this dictionary would be available. Now, of course, I am showing you the EDU version. Uh, the version that is uh, the free version doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but it does give you enough to get by. But I'm sharing with you the EDU version. Here, you, as you notice, you can click on a certain word. It has the dictionaries. What I love about it too is that it does offer speech to text. So if this document was in Spanish, it will read it for you in Spanish. Right now it's in English, it'll read it for you in English. You've got all sorts of markup tools. You've got nice highlighters that you can go ahead and change the color of right here. And this is one of my actual reading assignments that I'm sharing with you. And so you've got markers, you've got some strike throughs that you can go ahead and put here. Let me see if I can get that right there. So you've got some strike throughs. And of course, you've got a palette that you can work with, customize your colors. You've got underlying features. So what I love about this is on my book, I, I have the physical book here. And then as I underline, my underlining kind of goes off into the words. But here, what I love is I can just highlight and it gives me one nice straight line every single time. And if you notice here, it brings up a little menu. Maybe you want to change this to red, meaning that you really want to emphasize that specific portion. Uh, you can also go ahead and even convert some comments. And if you want to get rid of the underline, you can just go ahead and just erase it there with the trash can. Now, some of the comment features here that you have are wonderful. For example, you can add a text comment. And of course, I can click here. And now I can go ahead and say, please read this part. And if you notice, you even have a little microphone here. So it even has voice typing for you. So Darren is amazing. Ben is also amazing. And the short and sweet crew is all amazing. There you go. Now, Darren, I guess since it's uh, US English, it did misspell your name. I do apologize for that. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure maybe put in a support ticket for Cami to I'll be able to. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put a message there for Cami. Uh, but again, you've got those voice typing features. 
And you can even add voice comments here as well. So if you notice here, I can put a little dot here on my voice comment where I want to go ahead and put it. And now I'm recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome. So now I can go ahead and hear that again. But it gives you the little target there that you can set it up as a teacher and share it with your students so they know that when they click on that or they'll be able to visibly see that there is a voice comment there, they can activate that. But not only that, the students can go ahead and give the teachers voice comments. So this is a great way to kind of hit on all topics as far as you know, being able to type, use your typing skills. You can use uh, voice typing. You can go ahead and record comments. So the accessibility tools are wonderful and it even allows you to do a video comment here. So here I am, oh, it's using my computer uh, camera. So there you go, move that. And it's been recording. So all I do is just click done. The recording stays here and it even allows you to do a screen capture. So this is the wonderful part here as well as now I can go ahead and choose to do a screen capture as well. So I can select my screen, click share. Hey everybody, how's everybody doing today? And I am gonna go ahead and click done. And there you go. So powerful stuff right here, just in this little bit that I was able to share with you as far as the comment features. And of course, as you notice, all the comments stay here. They all have their little target dots here, uh, which is awesome that if you click on those, it'll take you specifically to that comment or uh, screen recording or video. You've got text boxes here. So teachers, those of you that were working remote learning with PDFs and you're like, how can I make this workable? What can my students do? Well, you've got text boxes here that if you had some blanks, you can go ahead and type in Darren is six foot five. Yep. Little known fact. So now I can go ahead and put that in here. All right. Well, now you do have a one, isn't you? Six <laughs> one. I'm shorter than you. Yeah. So that's why he's short. And Darren is obviously sweet, you know. <laughs> but then you've got some math tools here that you can go ahead and use. You've got some insert symbols that you can go ahead and use there, which is a great tool. Drawing, if you're working with littles, what I love about this is that you can actually share this document. And if I click here and get a shareable link, this is where the part of uh, real time takes place where you can just copy this link. You can pop this into a chat. You can pop it into a Google Meet. You can put it into a Zoom session. And the person that is on the other end can annotate on this document at the exact same time that you're in there. And that is something that is wonderful. You've got some shape tools that you can go ahead and pop in here as needed if you're doing some math. And of course, your all important eraser tool. So you can erase any of these things that you no longer need here. Images, Darren was talking about images. You can bring in images from your computer. You can bring in Im images from Google Drive or Google Search. And let me see if I can type in um, maybe digestives, see what comes up. Oh, yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, look at that. that. Look at that. Right there. That's the stuff. Oh, oh, cannot insert oh, that image. It's a broken biscuit. Yeah, it was a broken biscuit. Let's see if we can try. Let's see if we can try something else here. Uh, you corrupting in your tea when you're dunking it. Go for more biscuits. Maybe one of these right here. There you go. Loading image. So now oh, I can drag. Rust. 
Yeah, Ruffs. I've got some of them in, in the car, actually. That is some great stuff right there. And of course, you've got your signatures. You can either upload a signature, draw a signature, or draw a signature on a phone. So let me just draw my signature here. Click upload. Click insert. And there you go. I have just signed a PDF and we are good to go, guys. So I, this was just a quick overview on Cami and what Cami can do for you. I did write a blog post on that and I will share that blog post. Some pretty good stuff there that you can go ahead and use. And so, guys, it's been amazing. Just the tools that we've been able to use, that we've been able to learn and things that we've been able to have now in our teacher tool belts to be able to share not only with an audience, but to share also with the teachers that we have or that we work for in our districts. So it's something that's wonderful. And guys, I really want to thank you guys for being here and just being some great friends, some wonderful mates that I've been able to have the opportunity to meet during this time. And talking about connected educators, there's this is a great example of what being a connected educator is, finding your PLF your professional learning family, as I like to call it, and Ben and Darren are definitely a big part of my PLF, along with Global G&G and all the wonderful things that they're doing. And it's great to work alongside them as leaders in Global G&G and doing presentations and uh, just being able to help out our staff members as well, because in the end, we want the best for our students as well. So thank you guys for joining us today. Really appreciate you guys. And guys, those of you that are watching, don't forget, you can catch uh, Ben, you can catch Darren on their show, Short and Sweet. You can follow them at, follow them on Twitter at Training with BM. That's right, Training with BM. And then you've got at Ranga the Trainer. And that, that name, can I just ask real quick, Ranga, where, where does that come from, Darren? Uh, originally it comes from Australia and it's uh, a term used for uh, ginger people as I am um, and some people think it's it's quite um, what should we say pejorative but actually not really I don't really care I quite love it and because oh. I play hockey that's kind of very helpful that's my nickname I, I always wondered, I was like, Ranga the trainer, I, and I figure, honestly, I really thought that it was, maybe you had some kind of a Viking background or something like that, and the name well, Ranga well. just sounded yeah. like that, and of course, I mean, I was thinking, yeah, you know, it could be uh, maybe a wrestling name or something like that, so we don't know, but I'm glad, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that I asked, so, oh, and we even had somebody here saying that they actually wanted to know what Ranga the trainer meant. So I'm glad that you let us know. And it's so, guys, Red <laughs> Ginger Association, you see? <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful, mate. Oh, my goodness. Where do you come up with this stuff? You definitely like should it. be a stand up comic, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh man. You are so lucky that you get to work with. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad I get to work with you guys. And I wish I could work with you guys on the daily because I think that would be just so much fun. But You're a nightmare. They... <laughs> you couldn't put up with us day to day. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again, guys, for being here. And everybody that's watching, thank you so much for joining my EdTech Life today on this great international show. We will have a show on Saturday with Javier Balan. That show will be completely in Spanish. So I hope that you guys can go ahead and join us for that show. Javier is going to be sharing 
the way that he helps educators in uh, Ciudad Obregón and Baja California Sur with G Suite apps. So that's going to be a great show. Uh, he is uh, the leader of uh, GEG uh, Obregón. So it's really exciting that this show obviously caters to Spanish speakers, English speakers, uh, or U.S. English speakers, and U.K. English speakers as well, as we have uh, Ben and Darren here. So thank you guys English so much. Oh, actually, yes. If you don't know, Darren is definitely very fluent in Spanish. And if you kind of caught like uh, maybe a little bit of that accent when he was recording that I Love Taco stuff, you really don't don't hear an accent there. It really sounds just real straight up legit, you know, uh, Spanish there. So he definitely, definitely uh, is a great Spanish speaker. So un día de estos, Darren, espero este, que vengas aquí a Texas. Y aquí está tu casa, estamos aquí a tu servicio, y este, que puedas venir, y tal vez también si puede venir este Ben, sería un gran gusto también, Ben, tenerte aquí, en aquí, su casa, que está aquí disponible para ustedes siempre, cuando quieran venir. Bueno, él necesita permiso de, de su mamá, pero yo sí vengo. Ah, ok, Ben, vamos, we'll, we'll make sure to give you a permission. What was that, Ben? I said, I have absolutely no idea what's being said, I can't speak Spanish. Uh, perdón, sí, Ciudad, Ciudad Obregón está en Sonora, perdón, disculpen, en Sonora, este, muchísimas gracias por este, corregirme en eso, and so then again, guys, thank you so much, I really appreciate you guys, it has been wonderful being here, guys, and if you're here, go ahead and subscribe to our channel, give us a like on our channel also as well, as we'll have great content, some great trainings, and of course, we've got, uh, you know, some great guests that will be showing up, and also, guys, please, those of you that are here, I am going to go ahead and pop in a link here to see if we can get you some My EdTech Life stickers. So go ahead and fill that out. And again, you will get a sticker pack here, which will include the circular stickers. You've got the die cut stickers and a holographic wow. sticker That's as well. So and I'm definitely all our guests are going to get stickers too as well. So I'm really excited about that. And if you like what you see and you want to support the show, go ahead. Just give us the support here. You can just go ahead and buy us a coffee if it's something that you'd like to just share. I mean, keep the content coming. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You all have a wonderful day. And this is Tech Teacher 1381 signing off on behalf of Ben Moore at Training with BM. Well, on behalf of Darren White at Ranga the Trainer, thank you so much for making us part of your morning today, guys. Thank you.